you've made it to the Lost in Translation podcast. Good chance you were looking for something else, but you've landed here. Three Jesus-loving men who are bringing more heat than this trumpet line. Pre-recorded live from Whitehorse Studios on the Gold Coast, it's now time to get comfortable and possibly offended with Brody, Scott and Dan. Well, hope you're well. G'day, boys. Hey. G'day. We're uh, back at it tonight and uh, we're pumped. We've got a great topic to talk about, one that affects, I think, every, well, you know, I suppose maybe the third world's a little bit different, but <laughs> yeah, the, us and our little Western world culture, it affects every, every person, marriage, single person, kid, pretty uh, amazing topic. We're going to talk about money, money, money. Money it reminds me of um, it. what kept coming to my mind was the scene in the movie which now is evading my brain, but it's right. got Tom Cruise in it and oh, show, me show me the money. Show, oh wow! Yeah, any, is that, that any given Sunday? No, no, no. Show me the money, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's it. And it's that saying. Remember that bit in the scene where Cuba Gooding Jr.'s on the phone. He's like, "Show me <laughs> the money." <laughs> like it is the best scene. It's uh, one of the best scenes ever. It's good. So I kept thinking about that during the week. Mm. Show me the money. Yep. So on that note, show us the money, <laughs> <laughs> man. Or maybe not show the money, but hey, hit the subscribe button if you like this. Hit the like button. Also, hit the follow button on Spotify, one mm-hmm. of the other social media platforms. We are dropping these podcasts like Eminem, like Eminem drops f bombs. <laughs> we are dropping these things like crazy. Pour it out. You do not want to miss out. Absolutely. Anyway. On the topic of money. Great, what, great uh, intro. Oh. Great, there you go. You can keep <laughs> that seat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, it's, it's a pretty awesome topic because money is, is, I think, both really, really beautiful and can do so much good. But then the flip side of that coin is it has so much potential to ruin people's lives. Mm. And uh, we are obviously... Christian men who love people and love the church. So I guess a lot of the conversations are around the church and that is actually people anyway. And so I'll, I'll just give a scripture that I that I pulled out of my brain. That's not true because I've just picked up my phone. <laughs> From the book of Dan. If anybody's watching on YouTube, you're like, you liar. But if you're on Spotify, <laughs> you couldn't see the phone. Yes. <laughs> but I've just fessed up. I've picked up my phone. It says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, for the love of money mm. is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Pretty heavy scripture, really. Mm. So we want to talk about money because it is it just affects so many areas of life and and um, I guess the one angle we could we could look at it tonight is um, how money, you know, I guess I am a pastor, so I see it from there's from the side of a being a pastor and how churches can find out. Can I just say it how, how it is? Yeah, let's go. go. Say yep. how it is. Okay. Pastors can find out that somebody has money in their church, yeah. a parishioner, whatever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they, they're whining and dining that, that person because they have money. Uh, there, you know, I've got a, I'm a pastor. I've got a vision, and I want, you know, I've got to accomplish that vision. We all know it takes money to yeah. to do the work of the ministry. So, you know, as I've seen pastors, and we can see somebody like that, and all of a sudden do the complete opposite of what Jesus mm. said, which is don't treat somebody differently if they come in with a nice suit. Mm. Be careful of that. And so there's that side of it. But then the flip side is, I think maybe in business guys, uh, maybe understanding the kingdom more. Mm. And built bring maybe bridging those two things and building that relationship better, where because you know I think at at the base level, man, yep, we all need money. That's, that's the truth right there. So that was my little intro there, fellas. Very nice. Which way do we want to go? Do you want to talk about the pastor? I mean, you want to talk about the business? You're a business guy. I think. I mean, let's go with let's go with some. Um, Educational thoughts first. Educational. Let's <laughs> go before with I come well, with well. observation and emotion. <laughs> <laughs> education, observation, and emotion, and just some muppet in the middle. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Scott? It's, it's uh, on, on when we when we said we were going to do this topic. I thought of another movie. I haven't actually seen the movie. Just a lot of memes getting around. First, you get the money. Then you get the power. Then you get the respect. I think it's Goodfellas. <laughs> you got that. You got that Italian. Come on, come great on. movie. Uh, I've heard. Yes. Yeah. I've. I've, I've you got heard that Italian as well. like mafia voice yeah. when you say it. 
<laughs> so good. That is actually a great movie. Is it? For, oh, I haven't seen for, it. For older people. Right, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bit, bit, bit out of our time. Um, brutal. Money. I, yeah, I agree with everything you said there. I think lots of bad teaching on it. Um, and I think I, I see it in two ways in the kingdom. Um, so I see a spirit of generosity. Mm. Um, coming from the Old Testament all the way through to the New, even if you look at the law in the Old Testament of tithing, and we can go there if we want mm. and talk about our thoughts there. Um, but the New Covenant, like as as people involved, like following Jesus, we are to have a spirit of generosity. Agree, true. Um, and we can go. We'll go into the scriptures later. You know, God told us. Oh, sorry. The the words that Jesus told us. You know, we we need to look after those less fortunate than mm-hmm. ourselves. Like that's a command. So to follow Jesus and be legit and be serious about it, we've got to take him at his word. The other thing I see too is, um, you know, and, and again, talking to the Bible, Jesus spoke about, you know, serving two masters. You can't serve God and mammon. And, um, this, you know, mammon is the God of our age. It is, it is the spirit of our age where money gets you power, gets you respect, gets you influence, gets you... Um, a surety, and then that becomes your God. So mm. um, as Christians, and, and I absolutely put myself in, my, in this boat, we, I always check myself because we live in the West. We have a lot of safety guards in place. We have <coughs> employment. We have social security. We have, you know, we live in a society where um, you can often, there's a lot of safety nets there around money mm. that can... Um, we can put our trust in that rather than Christ. Mm. And so I think, yeah, I think more than anything, the, the spirit of generosity, that's that's the biggest thing as Christians we have to get. The spirit of it. Yeah. So Because I agree, generosity is, is in, I think, foundational. Actually, if you look at the book, the big book, the Bible, mm. from cover to cover, I do see generosity flowing through the whole thing. Me too. At the pinnacle of that is Christ on the cross. Yep. He gave his life, and so money obviously is a big part of our lives, as we mentioned earlier. So navigating that, and I guess because it, it is a navigation thing, mm. it's a real. I think money is a very alluring, very alluring. It's very subtle. It's seductive. It can pull you into really, you know, bad places. As in, I'm talking about the heart, mm. maybe. Um, so it's a it's a dynamic of life that is so. Challenging, and how do we stay? You talked about generosity. I agree. How do you keep being generous mm. and and not allowing it this to hold you and to control you and corrupt? I guess corrupt yep. you. It's an interesting mm. thing from from your point of view. Yeah, I think the um, the idea of <coughs> like, like you said about the generosity. I think the idea of continuing to have a you know a new and a fresh revelation about wh- who your God is. Yeah. Um, that will help you along the way, regardless of how much money you come into. If you're still, uh, if you're still walking the path on, it's not your money, or you plan to do something for it for the kingdom. If you stay away from your own desires, I think regardless of how much you come into or how broke you get, um, that helps you on the way. Because uh, I, I, re- I know how much money um, can alter my mood before I kind of really grab that um, revelation that. You know, my mood would be dependent on I check my account in the morning and it grips you when you're broke and then um, then you feel good when you're not broke. Mm. But the, it can change. It's, it's what's crazy about it. It can change daily. Yeah. And then you put that in to say for the business guys, you go into a business sense, you never really know how much money you've got until you maybe close the doors in your business and retire. You never know because it can change every day. Um Man, I just came into a revelation that God put me into business. The, the way it happened and the way the doors opened was only God. And so I kind of now have learned that he's going to continue to open the doors and I'll just continue to do what he's called to do finance-wise. Um, which leads me to a question that I had for a long time. Do you believe that you can be a king and a priest within yes. a Christian walk? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Scotty? Well, explain that further. What do you mean? So, by that? when they talk about, um, you know, some people are, some people are called to, into money and to fun things, mm. and some people are called into 
maybe just to in ministry where they don't do that and then some people yep. feel like they're called to both so yep. i always had that feeling like i feel like i'm called to both yeah yep. uh, in that that's the most simplistic way i could sort of put it but um yeah that was a question so you you think you can yeah i think 100 percent. i actually really do think that i know guys that are pastors but then they have like businesses and some of the guys i know in asia they're they're not like a little cafe oh they're some of the best they're like and they have church like billions yeah you know like crazy yeah um and they would yeah. they want to sponsor this you reckon yeah we could talk <laughs> i mean i've tried i've tried <laughs> They're just not getting the spirit of generosity. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, send this one to them. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. We might need to edit that part out. <laughs> Damn it, we messed up. Um, yeah, so I, I do like I've seen guys do that, um, and I think it's a great thing. Uh, you know, I'm not wired that way. I'm a I'm a pastor. That's mm. what I am. I'm not I'm not a business guy. Um, I'm not wired that way. I'd be too soft. I think to give it really good, like maybe some clarity for anyone listening, for, for Laura and I personally, we feel called to worship. We have for quite a while. Um, I don't think it stops there. I just know that there's a season that we'll do in our life where we'll do something um, really meaningful, whether it's a small local group that we, you know, we share our heart about worship mm. and maybe a, whatever it looks like. But I also know that I've got a businesses going that will do well that I'll be able to fund lots of other things with. Yeah. You know, obviously besides my big house and a Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. The, the standard That's stuff, okay. Right? <laughs> it's actually not. It's a joke. <laughs> so those. So by going into doing both, and the reason we feel so strongly about having the business running is because um, I never want anything we do in worship to be our provision. That's money key, wise. isn't it? Now, yes. I'm not saying that people who do that is wrong because most people in ministry – um, need money from I know for me personally I don't think I'd be good at that mm. I which is exactly why I feel like God's put me in business yeah it's gonna protect good. me over I, here I struggle I struggle with that concept because you can go I think everyone and I think you know it, the New Testament's clear like um, ministry you know people who are who are devoting their life to these things, we as a church should fund that if yep. if they you know if if that's taking up their time i also think the gospel is the gospel is free yep. mm. shouldn't cost us so on one hand you got the gospel is free but on the other hand um it costs it does cost well, yeah the business guys need to have the revelation of yeah. their it life. does yeah. and i think this this sort of comes to an area where i think what i don't like seeing is when churches will have the big vision offering and other things on that and, and they try and wind into that um, biblical preaching. I think just just be honest about those things. Yep. If they were honest and say, hey, we're doing this because and, – and I actually think like if, if you're at a place um, and sort of go into the tithing thing, if you're at a place and you're not tithing there but you're, your kids are using the um, facilities and you're having coffee, like you should be – you've got to invest in that. Mm. Yep. What I don't like is when you see the try and wrap religious language around things that are fine to do. Just just be honest with it. Like, okay, if we're we're taking up a vision offering because we want to get something bigger or we're trying to fund this, hmm. just be honest with it. Yeah. Like, do you guys want this? Do we as a community want to support this? Let's go. So, so what what's a good good way to because I mentioned at the start like the maybe helping business guys hmm. a good way to do that like to create. That a revelation mm. and a conviction in a business guy and, and the purpose or, you know, they, they feel called to that to, you know, make a truckload of money. Mm. Love it. Man, make as much as you can. And then attaching to that the purpose and the cause and it, that's a question I'm asking, I guess. Yeah. What's a good way to help people understand that are in the business sector um, the purpose and the cause of why they're there if they don't know and then how to bankroll the kingdom without it becoming in a manipulative yeah from a, from a pastor or leader who's trying to extract something from somebody and because mm. that creates a lot of drama it's and also the ne it's the it's the negative press that people yeah. will, will talk about church. absolutely yes. when it's probably it's it's um i wouldn't say it's unfair press but it's probably not always a fair representation but there's plenty of churches get, getting it wrong yeah. yeah um yeah i think say uh, for me you're I've a, got, yeah, I've you're got, a business guy. Like, what what, yeah, what ticks you off? But I've got people. I've got people around. So, yeah, um, I've been asked before. 
to give to I'll give you actually I won't yeah, talk about my story Have you been tapped on the shoulder? So I won't talk about my oh, story okay. I'll talk about someone else's story Another story Oh you're being serious yes. I am being serious <laughs> Yeah 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 I was going to say before you start No I, well, I, I'll tell you emotion out of my story yeah. I'll talk about someone yeah, else's yeah. story I was going to say because just before you start yeah. I've spoken to like people that I know personally that have businesses and they are sick of being asked the question of oh yeah do you want to come along to XYZ because yeah. we're you know anyway yeah. go on yeah. So um, I'll come back to that kind yeah. of environment I've simply like I have people around me now, uh, including say my business partner. We have a really clear, um, we have clarity and vision over what we want to do for God. So that's good because I have someone who keeps me accountable. Yeah. I keep him accountable. Otherwise, you know, Whitehorse Studios would be just like any artist who wants to come here. You're singing death metal, what, like you'd just be chat. Mm. We have clear lines about what this place is about, um, what, where we want to make money, where we don't want to make money, what we want to sell, what we don't want to sell. In that, so for instance, he, he's been asked before to give money to certain places, not you know, in, in his old 10 years ago, whatever, uh, where people knew he had money. And he's, it might be like, oh, yeah, this is the figure that people are thinking. And he's gone to give it. But then he's kind of felt God say, oh, I actually want you to give money here. Still give there. Mm. Let's say it's 10 grand. I want you to give 10 grand. But it doesn't mean it's necessarily 10 grand to the church you're going to right now. It's actually eight grand to this program over here. I want you to give two grand to the church. Mm. He gets that because he understands that when God's speaking to him about the money, he listens and he doesn't feel guilt. It's not like oh, I've got to give ten grand to my particular thing. Yeah. In the same way, you don't give. Um, yeah, I just think it's hard to teach someone a revelation. They've kind of got to seek God their own. Like that's the only way business guys will get it is if they have their own. They have to have their own revelation somehow. Then yeah, you'll get frustrated if you get tapped on the shoulder. But at the same time, you kind of you shouldn't have to get tapped on the shoulder if you have the revelation. If that makes sense. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's because it definitely. Like I, I met someone recently in our church um, and a very, 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 very wealthy guy. And, you know, he's got grandkids and adult kids. And and when we sat down, you know, he looked quite um, emotional, I guess. And and wasn't a few minutes in this conversation, he just stopped what he said and what he was talking about. He said, hey, listen, I just need to say, and this is a wrap, I feel like, of our own local community and not them mentioning, you know, the mm-hmm. name of the church because we don't want to do that. I'll tag it. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but he said, he just said he wanted to say thank you, not, not necessarily just towards me, just towards mm. our, our community. community. Uh, he wanted to say thank you that, you know, we haven't tapped him on the shoulder. Mm. And he says the first place he's been to that he has not been tapped on the shoulder. Yeah, wow. And with tears in his eyes. And, I, you know, I took that as a huge rap because it's, I think it's a real challenge for, for leaders and pastors to, you know, yeah, there's a trap there. I think it would also be, um, obviously a part of that would be he wants to be known, valued, and not uh, have his, like, for who he a is. resource, yeah. 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 So yeah. not have it. Early on in men's lives, they want to be known. Mm. Yeah, right. true. But then when you've got to start pouring it all out, yeah, true. you're like, oh, I just want you to name you for me. <laughs> yes. Well, he, I said to him, you are a human being, hmm. not a human doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what matters. So, yeah, I think um, it's, it's a really – I love the topic of money, actually. Now, it's I good, think to talk, talk, good to talk about it. We talk about it a lot. Um, the Bible talks about yeah, it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we, Bible we, it's in my little circles. We talk because we're in business and we just think, especially around the worship stuff, man. Like this book I'm reading at the moment, I've spoken about with you guys, but just especially around so much of what that the gospel has become an industry, mm. whether in leadership books or worship music or worship merchandise or church branding or whatever it is. I mean, there's, there's churches that are like. Um, that are like regularly acquiring assets yeah. and land and they're going through the roof in their asset management. And, and I don't have a problem with that, but it's overshadowing looking after widows and sick kids yeah. at its yeah. most simplest form. Yeah. I do wonder sometimes if, if Jesus walked in, would he flip the, you know, metaphorically, mm. would he flip yeah. the tables over? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying he would. I'm just saying I've, I have wondered that, you know, thought about it because... Yeah, I mean, even today, grind my gears section. Yeah, I can't stand it. I just 
Yeah. Ticks me off that people can charge to go preach the gospel. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm talking about where the gospel's free. Eh? That's what I'm saying, where the gospel's yes. free. Gospel's free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, I travel and preach. I yeah. did before COVID. So I get the element of, man, send me, give me the love offering. You know? Yeah. I, yeah, man, yeah. But it's not your set fee. No, I don't have a fee. What is this fee? I'm not corporate. Unless, of course, the offering's a little under. Yeah. And you top hey. it up with your fee. <laughs> so you mind topping it up? <laughs> so, wow. Some love yeah. offerings, you're like, literally, I'm like, man, uh, a little love. less love and more <laughs> offering would be good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just so I got a, my- <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but yeah, I mean, it's a. What, what are your thoughts about the Scott? Uh, like, from you mentioned about the friends you have. Um, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts about like from a to help a pastor? You know, maybe because there's obviously a lack of trust. If I'm if I'm doing that, yeah, I'm trusting you more than I trust God because you have the money. So I think, I'm gonna I, think you've hit, I think you've hit the nail on the head. <clears throat> but like, lucky that example you just said about your own community. I think. Not asking is a way to um, let a spirit of generosity actually start to bubble up. Mm. Because every time, you know, if I've got to go and ask for things all the time, people get sick of it. Um, and then okay, the, what the, about spirit, the, the, the spirit in the transaction. Yeah, now asking if you never breeds something else. Yeah. It does. Well, but now, <coughs> if I never, if I never, and maybe, maybe it's not so much asking, it's about getting this taught, like getting the, the fact yeah. that, hey, let's go from Genesis right through. And let's see this spirit of generosity come up through money and through other things. So what you you know how the, the you have not because you ask not. Yeah. Ask and it will be given to you. Yeah. <laughs> like what's your thoughts on that? Genuine question. Like because I I hear that a lot. You know, like oh yeah, it's a good point. I better ask. Yeah. Hmm. Ask yeah. ten. Someone's gonna say yes. I think if, I think too that like the point I was trying to make before about just being honest about things. Like don't just yeah. don't wrap it up in religious language. Like hey. There's some practical things that we actually need. I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I met a guy years ago when I actually went into full-time ministry. Yeah. I would just rung him up. I used to live with him. We parted ways when we lived, and I hadn't spoken to him in two years. And I rang him up out of the blue and said, hey, Matt, it's Dan Pikea. He's like, mate, Pikea, how you going? I said, look, mate, let me just cut to the chase. Like, I hope you're well, but let me cut to the chase. <laughs> and I said, mate, I want to do this ministry thing. Um, I want to know if you want to support me financially. That's mm. Just straight out. I haven't spoken to him in two years. Went and had dinner with him, and that night he wrote a check out for ten grand. Wow! <laughs> but yeah, I guess I I just told him I wasn't I wasn't going to butter him up yeah. and go mm. ring him out of the blue and mate, have a coffee. Hey, mm. how you going, mm. mate? How's the family, okay. mate? Uh, by the way, um, <laughs> no, no, normally it's like I'm thinking about starting this ministry, but I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, the power. What do they call the ministry of suggestion? Is it or the power of suggestion, mate? I really believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes it's right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh! Wow. No, I think that's a good point, Scotty. I think yeah. it's um, I think it would almost be like a breath breath of fresh air if someone was to say, "Hey, we want to buy a block of land because we don't want to pay these. We don't want to pay big rents. Yep. We're gonna be. It's it's gonna be better for us to manage. It's gonna be healthier. We can have more staff, a strong community. Hey, let's do an offering. You mm. guys, if you guys want it, you will put it in. If yeah. you don't, then we, won't, we don't need to do it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably pretty solid. So do you think we can lack trust? I think so, Like yeah. trust in, in the inherent word of God mm. and the, the character and nature of God? When it comes to, I'm talking about when it comes to money, obviously, but do you think we lack trust I do because I think about this personally a lot. Like even just through COVID, I I dropped down to three days a week. Mm. Um, had to put my mortgage on hold and other things um, to just make sure that we were okay. Now I, I I actually because of things God's done in my life, being a Christian for how how however long, I have a trust there that He would come through. But mm. there were safety nets there as of well. Of course, that mm. that are part of so. I don't want to get on here and just say, yeah, I just trust God with everything. Like if those safety nets weren't there, it might have been a bit of a different story. I, I actually in my heart of hearts believe that God was going to come through no matter what. But so I'm always checking myself because it's it's got, you know, this this mammon, like the, the love. It's not that the love of money, but money gets its claws into us in many different ways. And it's, yeah, I, I, personally, I'm always checking myself. Yeah. <coughs> I think we have a, um, especially say men in the Western world, head of households or whatever it is, I think there's almost like this graph of like, say you're comfortable, you're secure, you've got your security blankets, yep. your security nets, you trust God, it's all good. 
And then there's this grey area, right? So if 100% is good, and then there's this grey area of like uh, 80% down to zero, this little part here, you don't trust in there. Yeah. M a lot of the time, this is where stress and side hustle and selling stuff on eBay <laughs> and I'm Uber Eats and, right? That's what happens in that part. Yeah. And then you get down to, I got friggin' nothing. Yeah. And now you're like, it's in God's hands. Yeah. It's funny like how when you get to nothing, you go, well, it's in God's hands now. <laughs> it's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> I'm out of Uber Eats. I'm sick of driving around. Pretty much. So it's funny how we do that. Yeah. yeah I think it's a, it's a, I've got a question for you, Dan. Um, this is one, this is just being open and transparent. This is one thing I've struggled with. Um, is we're talking about say offerings and buildings and, and whatever we're doing that in, in that context. I think so much, and this might be around the teaching and where Scott was touching on earlier about being open. I think so much of the language that gets pushed from a platform, and you see it when you're watching TV evangelists, when you're when they're hocking off books, or it's going to change your life, and you sell a seed of a thousand dollars, or oh. all that stuff, right? Now. When they talk about faith, so they sit there and they tell the, the consumer or the person watching or the person in the congregation, uh, and I've heard this language firsthand, you need to go and look what your faith level is. Mm. You stretch your faith. Now, I believe in that language, but I don't feel like it's stretching your faith when you, from the platform, and this is all due respect to people that are going to be offended, but this is how I've, I've been battling this in my mind for a long time, it's not no faith to get up and say, you guys put the million dollars in. It's not, because I can't do that as a business leader. I can't go out there and say, well, man, I just want to, mm. I want to start a Sony Records and make this place 10 times bigger. I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to ask you guys all to put money in. I struggle with that. And I feel like it's really manipulative when I love what you said before. If it was like, hey, we want to build a massive place. Yep. It's going to be so good for the community. We're going to be able to have all these people come, but we need money. Yeah. Like, just be honest. Like, I struggle with that. And it happens a lot. Yep. A lot of churches, like the language you see, it's always about, hey, you guys step out in faith because we're just believing, but you're not believing. You're just asking. And I find that's just like, <laughs> I find it's off and it puts a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And I don't know. I just don't think Jesus loves that. You, That's how I feel. I agree. You're asking why it happens? Or I don't even know. Have you got statement. An It's a statement <laughs> it's that a, I agree with. It's a statement. <laughs> oh, it is. And I, I, I think I know the reasons. Well, I, maybe if I was to give it a question, yeah. is there anywhere in that that maybe uh, your heart's off? Like, is there going to bat for the people who do that? Like, as in, think the best, give them the benefit of the doubt, is what yeah. I'm saying. I think it's done under the guise of the gospel. Mm. So, you know, as if I'm leading a church, mm. and especially in our Western world culture, obviously, mm. we, you know, we want to move and advance the kingdom of God, advance the gospel. We want to enlarge the church's capacity, its influence to reach people. So at the, at the bottom of everything is we want to reach people. We want to reach the community, the city, the nation, the nations of the world. So it takes money. So I think what happens is guys... I agree with, agree with all of that. Yes, yeah. 100%. And I think what happens is, is guys... Um, Can I just drop in for a second, yeah. though? The early church, they didn't. I wouldn't have said they had money. And they turned a whole culture. In 300 yeah. years, yeah. Christianity became the, the public religion. Mm. Yep. So I would, I would challenge that yeah, a little they bit. Didn't a lot, they didn't have a, lot, a whole lot of money. Yeah. So yeah, they had, so they had Instagram though. <laughs> just, to, just to be clear, Actually, I'm, 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 they would have absolutely had <laughs> like, obviously business like, leaders and people with money in their community. Hundred yes. like, percent. So so the, so I'm giving you the reason mm -hmm. why I think it happens mm -hmm. is is like so I've you know we want to move the gospel, we want to reach people. Um, okay, so we need this building, we need this block of land that's going to be five point five million. Let's just figure yeah. out of out of the air and so we lock into a contract i'm sitting <laughs> with the board we're dialoguing on we're praying on it you know yeah this is god this guy bam and let's go we jump in sign the contract it's now 5.5 million dollars we might have had let's just say a quarter of a million dollars in the bank but we borrowed the rest yeah so from that table you know whoever's sitting around that table then what happens is oh we we you know, obviously nobody's it, I, it's thought through man we got to service the loan that's a large amount of money to service the loan. Okay, God, we're believing, we're trusting, we're in boots and all. Mm. 
then it comes to, well, the pressure's on me. Mm. And I've got to alleviate that pressure. So on Sunday, <laughs> this, this is literally what I think happens. Wow. On Sunday, yeah. um, well, let's <coughs> throw it out there. So that's where I think that comes from, mm. which I think a lot of guys, it is. I, I do believe it's a genuine, man, I want to reach people. Mm. Oh, absolutely. But, a, but amongst, yeah, yeah. In, amidst all of that <coughs> is the, it gets murky because it, it is, there's elements of this is building my my profile it's building my influence it's you know nobody talks about this obviously and nobody's walking around going man this is part of what i want to do yeah but there's definitely in the heart of man there's that there's that there's that thing okay it's gonna it's gonna build my my followership it's gonna you know i can talk about it i can share stories when i'm around preaching or whatever and i'm like hey man dude we just signed a contract for 5.5 million dollars and there we're believing god and we're trusting god but what happens is i've got to Mm. now put all of that on the people and mm. so I think that's actually what happens. And then people then feel the pressure because they're, you know, hey, this is to reach people for Christ. So mm. let's all get in together and pour that money in mm. and let's accomplish what God is doing or what we believe God is doing. So in and all of that is it does get murky and mm. it gets very um, cloudy and messed up with personal agendas with pride, uh, with arrogance, because, well, you know, I'm going to look pretty flippin' awesome when this is done. Of course. Then, no, look, it's it's that's pretty blunt to say it like that, but I think... Yeah, I get it. Because I get to share the story. <coughs> at the end of the day, if I accomplish this, mm. at the end of the day, I'm the one at the front of that, the front of that, you know, arrow, head, whatever you want to call it, and I get to get up and go, man... We built. We built this thing, mm. and it cost five point one five million dollars, and we accomplished it. And man, God is, and we're we're saying the whole time, God is awesome. Mm. But at the same time, we're saying God is awesome. I'm good too. Yeah, yeah. And this, um, this, yeah, this, this, uh, I, yeah. I'd That's gonna really mess with some people. I know. I've one question that uh, in a so in a business. So in my business, I'm the I'm the director of my business. If something goes wrong, if I have to liquidate, um, it's on me. Yep. Me personally, company gets liquidated, and you can do things so your assets are safe, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, like I can't just keep liquidating businesses myself. I wouldn't be able to then be a director. Mm. How does it work in non for profits and a church? Like, is a senior pastor a director of a company? It depends on their. Are they liable? Yeah, yeah. It depends on the the governance and the structure. Like legally, I'm not no lawyer, but Mm. I've sat on a lot of boards. It depends on the governance and the structure. Yeah, generally the the senior pastor and the oversight and the board, Mm -hmm. they're. Their houses are on the line, basically. If you yeah. Put it that Ooh. way. Yeah, if it goes to mm. custard, um, generally that's how. But you can structure it differently. Mm. Um, but yeah. So to um, yeah. So answering that question, I feel like that gives a little bit of, um, regards to the agenda. Yeah. A little bit of a benefit of the doubt. Yes. To the pastor now, because when he is getting up there and saying, "Hey, yeah. you step out in faith," yep. he actually is of his house on the line as well. Yep. Okay, well, that gives yeah. me some, that makes me feel a bit better. Yeah, but I don't know every church structure. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, I, but mean, I think a large you know, majority are. I think like some that. of it, because I know the ones in, say, in America, America is a little bit different, but, um, you know, I've read, I've read that they, they can sell their churches like businesses. Mm-hmm. They can basically step down, retire, and sell it to their son. Their son takes out a loan, pays them out. Like it's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's wild. Some of the stuff that it's literally sold on like a business. Um, I don't know how it works over here because it's not like that, but I just wondered if the if the say the senior pastor was yeah if his house is on the line if something yep. goes because that's a whole that is then hey if if you are then it kind of personalizes the debt the loan yep. the faith that's that's a different story which is as so you know the the board and the oversight whatever the, the senior <coughs> leader yeah their their names are on that on those documents mm. which means yeah it comes back to you um, but. Yeah, again, having said that, it's that's still like... That's some pretty big motivation. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that's, the that. flip, that's the flip side Yeah, that's the flip side. It's like, man, oh, man we've got to get this thing working. Yeah. So the, the two sides pressure. are you do you do have skin in the game. Yes. It's not just your name, yep. your house yeah. online. You have skin in the game. But now the it's pressure. like, um, is your... Man, is your motive uh, to keep it pure or mm. is your motive to make it work? Yeah, like that's a hard, hard. Like line. I've been in rooms <laughs> where you know the the guy's sweating. Mm. I mean, sweating bullets. But then 
up on the platform, it's vision, it's faith, it's trust. Yeah. It's like going for it. And and I'm like, mm. I get it. But I'm like, man, is this necessary? Because now, you know what I mean? Is it actually, is it really? Ne- I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is, maybe it isn't. Yeah. That's why um, I like, you know, you hear, uh, hear stories of, what is it, $10,000 a day to run, sorry, on a Sunday to run a service. Yeah. you got to question that. Yeah. $10,000 so people can sit in air-conditioned building, have a cafe, <laughs> and their kids are, like, well looked after? Mm. When, when Jesus, like, Jesus is actually telling us, I'm not saying, you know, maybe, maybe that church is putting 50000 into the homeless in their city. So yep. mm. it, it might be, you know, it might be imbalanced, but I see those things, I just feel like, oh, like I question them personally, and I think, could that money be going somewhere better mm. than, money, money, than making us feel comfortable on a Sunday? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Money is very. I think it's needed more. I, I mean, I think Christians should be super wealthy, but it's it's a the flip side of that is what we read before. It's the, the love. I think it, it, yeah. it lures you in to fall in love yeah. with it because of what it accomplishes. I think you were talking about it earlier. What it what it op- the opportunity opens up, and that's a challenge <coughs> because I think, man, as Christians, we should have more money. We should have all the flipping mm. money. Why not? Um, I don't think I don't think around the world you get too many people having a go at a rich Christian. They don't like rich churches. And I think the reason they don't like rich churches is because they know that what's going in, but they don't know what's coming out. Yeah. Like you said, man, that church could be putting fifty yeah. grand a week mm. into the single mums housing, whatever. Yeah. But no one knows that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, that doesn't mean you should probably plaster everything you do, but the people who get their back up about stuff is they know that oh man there's three thousand people there and if everyone's given 50 bucks a week and they're taking million dollar offerings all they know is there's money going in but no one's talking about anything coming out all they're seeing is a new building or whatever it is so i don't know how you get around that but even when you see like we've spoken about before like the the worship industry or the leadership industry leadership alliance billion dollar industry i always sit there and think about all the worship songs um, in particular over the last few years knowing the royalties and how they all work and how much money is being made mm. how much of it is going to where I feel like Jesus would really want it to go yeah. Yeah. or how much is it going to a new pool and a two story house I, And I used to live with a um, uh, we won't name them mm. they are quite what, world famous but what was his name? No. <laughs> I know it is at any second. I could just drop it. Um, but I used to live with him. Just like mm. I'm being married 23 years this year, so it was about 25, 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, when I used to live with him, he was writing songs and they were getting released. And he showed me his quarterly uh, royalties, mm. and it was off the chain. I mean, <laughs> off the chain. This is back 25 mm. years ago. Oh, wow. So, and he, and the influence has only increased since then. <clears throat> and uh, I literally remember. You know, like he'd be playing his guitar upstairs, and I'd be mucking around with some mates downstairs, and I'd be like, "Did I'd he steal your songs?" Yeah, hundred percent. Still in court, <laughs> still working that one through yeah, the okay. uh, judicial system. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I'd be there going like, "Crank, crank, money in the bank," <laughs> and we'd be laughing our heads off, man. Oh. But uh, <laughs> look, I got look I, with him in particular, man. I, mm. I used to know what he gives to and still do it's mm-hmm. insane what he's pouring money into which is incredible yeah. so yeah I, I think yeah i don't know money's a awesome thing yeah. but mm. it's just a really because jesus was i think pretty cagey on it like as in edgy with it because mm. you could see the potential for it to ruin people's lives and mm. ruin churches and ruin people and ruin marriages and so but it has so much power to it so much good comes from it mm. when, it's handled, when it's handled right the simplicity, hey, is coming back to that generosity, man. Yeah. If if you're just, I think that's what people think that to be in a an impactful Christian, uh, you got to be you got to be naked and poor. Yeah. And that's um, that's religious and that's um, that's incorrect teaching. But there's yeah, and I feel like you've just got to be able to, you have just got to carry the right heart constantly, the right spirit. I mean, practically the best way to do that is yeah, have have the right people shoulder to shoulder with you where you're accountable. Yeah. Um, that's why having a good, you know, when you see Christian, uh, like a Christian man might go into business with a non-Christian man, it's like, man, that's never going to yeah. work because you got different motives. Yeah. Uh, before I was a Christian, my motivation was, um, man, big house, 
get Gates, the money. Get the it power. was get the money. Yeah. It was get money stack. Yeah. How much can you stack? <laughs> <laughs> um, and but I can also say, man, it's so amazing to then have a revelation about oh, rather than that, like imagine how much impact you could have. Mm. Yep. Because it's still it, the funny side. I'm not saying this is the way to go. The funny side of that is, is the actual. It's it actually strokes a different part of your ego, but um, you've just got to like got to constantly learn how to not make it about you. Yeah. But once you can get that revelation of like that, yeah, spirit of generosity, um, you're not called to be poor. Bible's made pretty clear about that. You're not called to be poor, um, but you're not. You're not called to store it all up here on earth because you can't take it with you. Yep. Just don't hold on to it. Yeah. Don't hold it too tightly. Mm. If God can get it to you, he can get it through, through you. you. Oh, Ooh, wow. You've Let's get a heard, screenshot. You've never heard that before. I'm telling you that right now. That, my, my friend, was for free. Does, does anyone want an iPhone <laughs> screensaver with that quote on the bottom? We can. Uh, we sell on those. We can do it up for you for a small fee of $4.50 uh, US dollars. I just want to read a couple of scriptures that I think yes. that highlight the spirit of generosity. This is, this is in Deuteronomy. And it actually talks about throwing a party mm. with your tithes. So it goes through, it says, take take your tithe. Um, hang on, where am I? Yeah, it goes through it, in, in Deuteronomy oh, chapter 14. So he says, hang on a second. Why is that stopped? That's right. We'll just have to keep going. We've got audio. Oh, we've got audio. No video for this one. Okay. Just, we're, just, we're just going all in on, on uh, we're Spotify. All Spotify only. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube, you don't get Joe this Rogan, one. ten yeah. mil. We got paid for it. Put a boot off YouTube. Um, Your algorithm's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually suppressing us. <laughs> I feel like they're suppressing us. They are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> haters. Wow. Um, going back to Deuteronomy chapter fourteen, it talks about um, taking all your spices. Obviously, it's an agrarian culture. Um, take them to uh, take them into the storehouse, etc. Cetera, et cetera. If you can't make it. Go and buy some food, throw a party, invite the people that are less fortunate mm. to join you. Great. <laughs> and, then, and then in um, Jesus talking in Matthew to the Pharisees and he's like basically saying you've neglected your family because some people uh, don't have enough money and the only money they do have, they're giving as tithes and really they should be looking after their family. So you've neglected part of the law and not this. So that you know that some of the things we've spoken about tonight, that's where – it, you know, it breaks your heart because people are not being taught the spirit of generosity. They're, they're, talk, they're taught to give this so you get blessed, give mm. this so you don't get a curse. Um, this is where we're heading. Make sure you sow into this. And the the guilt and the shame and the pressure that puts on people and the unfair expectations. I've talked to a lot of people too who have given faithfully for a lot of years and they're like, Where, where's my blessing? Mm. My, my blessing's not here. Yeah. Very true. Most people, most people would know that tithing is 10%, more people would know that than they would know about why they tithe. Yep. For sure. They would know the figure as opposed to the heart behind it. Yeah, yeah I suppose yeah, scriptures can be taken out of context with money mm. often, I think. Like, you know, give and it will be given unto you, pressed mm. down, shaking together, running all over. Mm. It's talking about judging. Mm. Yeah. Sure, the principle can apply. I used to think that was about money too. Yeah, I yeah, but it's not. It's nothing yeah. to do with money, the context anyway. But yeah, I get the principle does apply across the board. But yeah, I think learning to understand the, the what the Bible actually says creates, a, I think, a freedom and a spirit of generosity. Yeah. When I know what the Bible really says about giving and the power of it, then, man, I'm going to give. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to do it because I feel... Obligated or manipulated, I, I have a revelation on this. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to live openly and live free. That's a um, very powerful way yeah. to live. Spirit of generosity, and then also the other side that I've started to really get my head around the last couple of years is that um, there's, it's a, a, there's actually like a cosmic element to it too. There's there's like I'm I'm saying to the principalities and powers. Jesus is Lord in my life, not mm. mammon. Mm. So it's like a, it, it's something that I can do that costs me something mm. to follow Christ. But also it's like it, 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 it has currency in the, another realm. Mm. I like and it. I'm starting to get like, yeah, starting to get that revelation of like, Very good. I'm taking a stand here, not physically as well, but also in the spiritual realm as well, which I True. think. Uh, God yeah. is God is my God, not mammon. Yeah. Mammon, not yeah. money. Yeah, mm. nice. I like that. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Bang. Very good. Is that it? We, should we just leave a space here for all the hate mail and the 
at all. Are we, do- are we actually, what is this? I don't know. Yeah, nor do I. When did you we can, start? Man, you, you can keep going. There's a lot, there's a lot there's to a touch lot. on. I mean, even going back to your earlier, um, your original scripture, it's not money. That's yeah. the re- it's the love. love. Yeah. And people will, yeah, people miss that as well. But I don't know. I think, I think so, many pe- so many people see it across the globe and they have a problem with the money and gospel and the way it's mixed up. Yeah. And I think, man, all you can do, I agree, Scotty, is just, man, starting with some poppy, some good teaching around it. Yeah. Yeah, then the spirit of generosity being at the forefront of understanding why you do things. Yeah, taking the manipulation out of things, letting people not feel. I mean, a, a really good, um, like a, a, what's the word? Like a, almost like a, a good marker that people don't get it is when it's offering weekend, everyone's on holidays or sick. <laughs> Man, you see church numbers, you're like, if they, an, if, oh, if they announce this week's offering weekend, as in like we're taking, like, mm. all, is it, what do they do it? Like miracle offering. Miracle, yeah. yeah, so miracle offering weekend. The miracle. Your front, your front two rows are there because they have to be. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh! <laughs> But you are so getting money to sit there. Oh, so many, <laughs> so many people, um, man, they feel the pressure. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I go to church 50 weekends, a, 51 weekends a year, but I'll put the, and then, so then the church goes, that's okay, like you can just do an IOU and you can just agree to sow this seed over the next three months, mm. which I've actually done before because, yeah, I didn't have money, but, you know, we felt like God was saying, give X amount. I'm like, I don't have that for months. Yeah. And then the church was like, that's okay. We'll take it. Just work it off. <laughs> just get a second job. Yeah, just so, I don't know. But that's, I think it's a good marker that, mm. man, if everyone understood, re- if they had a really clear revelation and they didn't feel manipulated, they didn't feel pressure, yeah. they didn't feel that, then church numbers wouldn't drop on Miracle Offering weekends. It, yeah, it must be difficult for, I mean, I've been in church life 26 years, 27 years, you know, and I've been in ministry 23 years this year and I've been in thousands of meetings. Mm. But I've literally sat in meeting, and um, and I've felt pressure. You know, I've felt the pressure while they're doing an offering. And I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you know, kind of, this is literally what I've done. I'm like, oh, if you, you, that's right, nobody can see. I'm just telling you what I'm doing on Spotify. <laughs> I'm looking to my right, I'm looking to my left, kind of looking who's around me, and I'm thinking, gee, oh, man, I better... Mm. Oh, and I'll, and I'll put public money act. In. Yeah, literally, I've yeah. done it. And I'm thinking, yeah. man, what's it like for somebody who's just mm. walked in yeah. when I've been conditioned? And, um, you know, because I, I know what I give to. You know, I know what we're sewing into, and I, but I still feel the pressure. It's weird. I had a funny, I had a funny one on. at like a, um, uh, like an organization night. So when church, all different churches come together, right? And this is early in my walk. And I, I, was, I went to one of these nights, I was invited. And I'd already given on, say, the. I don't know, like the Monday, right? I tithed on Monday and this was a Tuesday oh, night now. There's your blessing gone, right? Mate. You just told us you were giving. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took a while then, brother. And I was just like, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was the Monday night and we'd already given, you know, our 50,000 for the week. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the Tuesday was there and we are at like an event thing or whatever it was. And there was a card that was like a, you know, giving to this thing now. And I'm sitting down next to my mate. And I was like, this kid, I just gave. <laughs> and he looks at me and I was like, manipulate. He goes, check your heart. <laughs> I was like, oh. So we just didn't pay the tells for that week. <laughs> Sorry, kids, you're not eating. Oh, were the kids there then? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, one of them, one of them, one of them. But that was a, that was a feeling because I was like, um, mm. I did not give that night out of a, uh, from a, out of a joyful heart, yeah. Yeah. a joyful spirit. I, I gave out of... Oh, man. I'm literally sitting on the front row Filling a seat I was like with those Oscars When someone goes to the toilet And you fill the seat <laughs> <laughs> Seat filler I was sitting there And he literally said Check your heart So I was like alright I had to like It took me so long To write that credit card <laughs> number out I was like oh. Hands yeah. are shaking <laughs> Oh dear Hopefully they don't take it out Till next week <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story That, that uh, I don't tell many people Story but whoever, time yeah, with Whoever Dan's may listen go. If they made it this far yeah, They deserve it <laughs> They deserve this story So years No this was years ago And I was not walking with the Lord So okay. let's make that so that's very a, clear That's a preface for six weeks ago Exactly <laughs> Six weeks ago And I'm um, in a meeting A big meeting in Sydney like a So big not youth, a Christian Yeah I wasn't a Christian Yeah big youth love But I knew 
about church and I knew about Jesus right. and I knew about giving and I was, grew, grew up as... Oh, your dad was a... Yes. Yeah. So I understood it and anyway, <laughs> I wasn't serving the Lord and they took up an offering there's a few thousand people at this event and the lights oh, went no, down. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. I'm tell telling it. it, I'm telling <laughs> it. And the, and the lights went down and then the, the <laughs> container, because we don't say bucket, remember buckets, the container came past, they did say buckets back in the day, but the container come past and old five-finger discount Dan, <laughs> unsaved... Did you drop Dan? Mate, you you I, did, obviously didn't. I, here. I didn't. I literally <laughs> pretended to put money in and I took a 20 <laughs> out. <laughs> Pouring it out, mate. Pouring Pouring it out. It out. <laughs> mate, I was taking it out, mate. Taking it out. Oh. And I uh, can't tell you how guilty I felt Whew. when I gave my life to Christ. And I um, even today, I still feel this little, like, man, I cannot believe I he told you. He forgives you. I know he does, man. But yeah, see, money is a powerful thing, man. Mm. You took 20 and you've now spent 20 pouring it back in. Yeah, there you go, wow. boys. Yeah. Wow, great story. Great story. <laughs> I feel really good now. <laughs> Bro, because you do not take from God, man. This is crazy. Anyway, I bought some food with it. Siggies. <laughs> yeah, probably. You probably did too. Right um, yeah, it's wow. good. It's good. So what before, before you wrap it up. <laughs> Is there any, uh, is there any, maybe, um, what's the word? Is there any guidance for anyone around this? What's your, what's your, I'll leave it for you to, to maybe wrap up some thoughts around, hey, take this heart, take this spirit. Grace, Grace here. <laughs> go, guys. We're both so humble. We're like, <laughs> you go. Three, two, one, go, Scotty. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think what we were talking about, you've got to have a revelation that, um, yeah, the kingdom, You've got to operate with the spirit of generosity. Mm. And we all do. Till the time we die, we have to check ourselves and see we, who we're serving. Are we serving mammon or God? Uh, yep. Or God, one of the two. You can't serve both. Yep. I concur. Mm. Yep. I think it's a great topic to discuss. I think people in the church, pastor, pastors, leaders, um, people in the church, man, we need to get a good hold and revelation, <laughs> understanding of money and the power of it, that it can corrupt us. You know, we've got to serve God, can't serve mm. them both. Mm. Understanding that there is a – be careful of the love of it. Mm. So, yeah. man, we hope you have enjoyed this episode thus far if you've got to this point mm. um, grateful you're listening to this send it to your pastors yeah. and just mention Brody and <laughs> Scott Brody can never say your last name Brody doesn't matter does doesn't <laughs> and I can, say, I can say Cook's name Scott Cook it's a weird um, spelling you won't find me I'm not on I'm not on socials yes. <laughs> Seriously though, send it to your pastor. Mate, he's going to love it. And uh, it'll be awesome. And send it to your business people, whoever, whatever. Just send the link. Uh, God bless you. Bless you all. Later. Very good.